Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And uh, I'm texting. I'm sorry. That's Stephen. <laughs> and we are in James chapter 3 today. And what we really want to hone in, focus on today is the I'm, tongue. I'm done. I'm, yeah. with, I'm with you now. All right. He's yeah. back. Dude, and this is, a, this is like a huge issue. It's a huge issue. So, so it comes down to this idea of like, What's coming out of your mouth? Yeah. Jesus says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. And James writes this, what, 1 through 12, 2 through 12, all about the tongue. Yeah. Really taking that idea and, and fleshing out the hypocrisy, the 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 dualistic nature that yeah. we often live with when it comes to our mouths, how yeah. we speak. Yeah, I remember. And I think, I think everybody goes through phases or times in their life where they either have foul and coarse language or they experiment with it. Yeah. Like, I think if you're a parent, I think it is common for kids to experiment with foul language. Yeah. Usually in junior high. Um, And then sometimes I think they come out of that in high school. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're thinking like Christian context. Yeah. But when you think outside of Christian context... Like foul and coarse language is normative. Is normative. So what that tells me is one of the ways that we can proclaim Christ, and one of the ways that we can really show that we are apart from the world is that we have a, we have a different language. Yeah. We we speak a different language from the rest of the world. And we speak with a different tone. And we speak with a different tone. So it's not just the words that we speak, but how we speak those words. That's right. Um, and so James kind of starts off here. In verse 2, for we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is mature and he is able to control the whole body. It's very interesting that he starts with the tongue and he says, hey, if if you got control of that, then you probably have way more control over the rest. Right. And so it shows, one, if you control your tongue and what you say and how you say it, one, it shows that you're mature in your faith. Yeah. So, and I think this is a truth that we need to say out loud. If you use foul and coarse language, it shows that you're not mature in the faith. Or not as mature as you think you are. Yeah, you're not as mature as you think you are. And then two, if you use foul language and coarse language, um, I think it also shows that you have other areas in your life that are out of control. Yeah. And I, I want to I want to add one more level to yeah. that foul, coarse, and I would say harsh, harsh, yeah, be the third category, yeah, um, because I see Christians do this all the time. They like censor their words, but the way they express their desires and what's going on in them is is ugliness, right? It's it's harsh. It it's bent to cut people. You may not be using the normal words of the world to cut people down, but you're still cutting people down. Yeah. Yeah. So there there's there's degrees here, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just always remember the story growing up. Uh, so when I was in high school, freshman in high school, uh, in all my summers I worked with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would go out. He was, he was in construction. I know this story. This is a good one. He was in construction. <laughs> Um, and so, um, I would work with him, digging holes, cleaning stuff up, going, you know, I was the gopher, go get this, go get that. <laughs> um, but one of the things I noticed was that all the men 
that worked with my dad had the highest respect for my dad. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting that one time one, one of the men came to me who was telling me this, explaining how good my father was, and one of the things he specifically pointed out was the fact that he didn't he didn't cuss like everyone else there. Yeah. He didn't use that foul language, that harsh language, that uh, that corrupting talk, yeah. that coarse language, um, and that's always stuck with me. Yeah, uh, that I think that's a, a healthy testimony. Oh man, right? I mean, what it tells me is, whenever he talked about Christ or the fact that he was a Christian. His normal everyday speech and language gave validity to the fact that he was a Christian. That's right. And so he was able to exalt Christ uh, through that. Yeah. Uh, but whenever we go to work or we're at home and we are spewing out coarse, harsh, foul language, then whenever we turn around and begin to proclaim Christ, it completely destroys everything we say about Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Mighty Oaks, we've had a lot of atheists over the years come through the program itself. And um, we've heard in the student critiques and, and comments later them saying things like, the whole week we were we were listening to you, that what you were teaching, and then the way you dealt with one another or the way you spoke in general around us, mm-hmm. whether it would jive. Like yeah. they were waiting for it to to be different, right? And yeah. when they didn't see a difference, it was like, oh, no, these people really do believe what they say. Right. And and I think this is this is right at the heart of what James is getting at. He when he says, uh, we bless the Lord our God and Father with our tongue, and then we curse people who are made in His likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth. And he says, brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way, right? It it, it should be uh, ridiculous to even conceptualize. You know, he says, does a pour, does a spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Or can a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, of course mm-hmm. not, right? Like that, that should make no sense in our minds. And so, you know, w- remember that these... These uh, chapters and numbers are not inspired, right? There's a running thought happening mm-hmm. in the book of James. And he s- starts with talking about our faith and our works. And then the expression of our faith happens through the mouth. Right. Yeah. And and we, can't, we cannot uh, use our mouths in such a manner that compromises our faith. And if it is, then it, it reveals something deep yeah. in our hearts. I think I think over the years, as, as you know, being in, being pastor, being in the church world, right? You know, we pay attention to like other pastors, what other churches, what denominations are doing. And for a while, I don't know if it's still there or not. I hope I hope not as much. It used to be the idea of like the cussing pastor. Yeah, like it was a good thing. Yeah, like it was like oh, well, it shows that you're of the people and you're real and you're authentic. But like man, like in my mind, I'm thinking man, if if your pastor's in like the normal rhythm of using this type of language is using coarse language, harsh language, uh, foul language. In my mind, it goes back to verse one mm. where he's saying, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, <laughs> because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. Yeah. And then where does he go straight into? He goes straight into this conversation about the tongue. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know how we got to a point where we're like, man, this is a good thing. It shows you're authentic. Like, no, I mean, it, you can be authentic without, being 
you know yeah using the using being the being language. of the yeah. world <laughs> exactly yeah for real uh, so I mean I, I do do think this is a huge aspect of being uh, of having integrity of showing that Christ has changed your heart yeah uh, and and if if you are a person and you have like two different ways that you speak you speak yeah. one way when you're at church and one way when you're at work or at home um, man I would challenge you yeah uh, like. It's one of those things of like, do you have to do some introspection? Yeah, but like, it's it's out there before you because yeah. you, you probably know you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think what the text is calling us to do and what the Spirit's calling us to do in this moment is, we need to repent. Yeah, and and we need to put off the elementary ways, and we need to become mature. That's right. Become mature in our speech. Yeah, hmm. That's good. Well, that's the breathe in some some hard things to consider today and uh, but let that be received in in love like your pastors 100%, yeah we 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 love you we care about you and we know we know the savior who's grabbed hold of your heart right and so if if he holds your heart then let your mouth speak yeah from sure. from that position and and be encouraged that you know, in this last DG, this last discipleship group we went through, we were talking about sanctification. Oh, yeah. And this is a part of sanctification, right? Amen. Like, all right, man, I've just I've just been convic- convicted. I've just been, like, Scripture has spoken, and I've heard it. And uh, now's the time to roll up your time. sleeves. <laughs> and, and it, like, that should be an encouragement. Like, yeah. man, here we are. We get to grow. Yeah. We get to change. Right. We get to develop. And at the end, look more like Jesus. Mm. So be encouraged by that. Mm. Um, and he will complete that work in you. He will. That's right. 100%. Insured. Well, right. That's the breathe in. Do you want to breathe out in prayer? Yeah. Heavenly Father, we, we thank you. Um, we thank you that you have given us like diagnostic tools. <laughs> that our words, that what we speak and how we speak are a window into our heart of what rules us and, and and how we view you and what you're doing in the world. So Lord, when our words condemn us, uh, may we confess, may we repent, and may we put off the old and put on the new. May we, may, may our speech uh, be a representation of who you are and what you have done in our hearts. May we care more about about glorifying you and praising you and speaking good with our mouth uh, than that of ill. May, may we just be one spring and pour forth pure water, Lord. And uh, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We will catch you next time with James chapter 4.